The opinions expressed on this program may be considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers and not of the affiliates and or sponsors. Welcome to the 73rd episode of Multiple Perspectives, the podcast where we take a look at controversial issues from many points of view. Coming up on this week, an overview of United Airlines scandal. I'm your host, Kate, and joining me is International Air Marshal Joe. Hello, everybody. Do you know what an Air Marshal does? Isn't he like... Or her. They're like usually undercover, right? Yeah, it's, it's basically a... Uh, Law enforcement. Dressed as a civilian, though, so... They always got the pistol on their ankle. Is it on the ankle, like in the movies? Like in the movies, yeah. Yeah. Tucked in the sock or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird, and nobody else can bring a gun on a plane except that person. Hmm. There's a lot of power there. Yeah, sure. What if that person is the terrorist? Hmm. That must be a movie, man. (laughs) It's starring Liam Neeson. Well, wasn't he an air marshal? Or no, he wasn't. Liam Neeson? In real life or in a movie? There Wasn't there a movie where he was on a plane? He's on a plane in a lot of movies. Oh, okay. That's basically every movie. Some Someone hurts his family and he's he's, t- he's, he's going to get him back. Yeah, even in Star Wars, right? Uh, I'm not... Is, is he in Star Wars? Yeah, he was. Well, this whole this whole scandal thing here, you can't be an American last week and not have heard about this. Um, sure. It, there, I mean, there's going to be a movie anybody. made on Yeah, there's going to be a movie made on it. Liam Neeson's going to star as the doctor. Okay. <laughs> and we'll get <laughs> revenge? He's going to get kicked off. Yeah, he's going to get kicked off. He's going to get revenge. So, Whoa. that's that's my take. Well, before we hop into it, this is really just kind of a, uh, a primer, an overview of what happened and... Uh, slight thoughts to what we think about it. Slight thoughts to what the general public seems to think about it, because it's still an ongoing development, uh, developing situation. Uh, there's still facts that have not been shown, probably videos that have not been released. So before we get into it, did you hear about this right when it happened? Oh yeah, man! Everyone was talking to me about it. I'm surprised. I heard it first from my from my dad. I'm surprised nobody live streamed it. Can you even get that good connection inside a plane? Yeah, well, I mean, you're not, they're still, they have, they're still docked. They hadn't gotten on the runway or anything yet. Cool. Um, I've only seen two versions of the video from two different passengers. Have how, how many have you seen? Yeah, only two. N- nothing else. Yeah, where, throughout the week, were you asked your opinion on this? Yeah, of course. And what did you say? I said, I, I don't know the whole story, man. I will suspend judgment. I suspend judgment. Yeah, but nobody wants to hear that. They want to hear, you know, <laughs> I hate United, stuff like that. Sometimes I just nod. Really? I'm like, okay. Huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, well, let's hop into it. Let's go to foxnews.com. And is Fox News just trying to piss people off with this this title here? Uh, yeah, it's, cl- it's clickbait, man. 
Well, I, I wouldn't say it's exactly clickbait. It, if it was clickbait, it'd say something like, nine reasons why United Airlines is innocent. Find out number eight. Yeah, okay. You know, this one's just United Airlines is innocent. That is extremely controversial, uh, you know, to say. And the person right I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name. But that person knew that, you know, something like this was going to get more attention than just the regular old United Airlines scandal and something like that. And then again, this is also Fox News. So, got to keep that in mind. Okay. So, it reads, a uh, passenger was uh, obviously forcibly removed from the flight, but uh, the blame is completely misdirected. Uh, the fact that the passenger was removed from the flight is not disturbing at all. Perhaps it actually happens all the time on overbooked flights. And then it references actually uh, 3,765 cases where people were denied being boarded in uh, 2016. So this article is one of the articles that tries to explain the other side. If you were on LinkedIn this week, there is a blog from some LinkedIn blogger. Uh, with a similar theme as this, which is basically just questioning. Uh, you know, why why are people so quick to jump on blaming United? Is that a question you asked during the week? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I asked. Why, why are people blaming the, you know, the CEO didn't even know about it. Well, it, it seems like the people who blame the CEO seem to think that he could have done something at that exact moment to stop it. Yeah, and I, I think I have a. They might have a perception that he's like an evil guy or like a racist guy. You know, pinpoint that this guy's the leader of the organization. He must be the evil guy who made this happen. Yeah, he's like Doctor Evil. He's got his uh, sharks with lasers, and he's ordering. <laughs> His, his cronies to beat the passenger and take him out of the flight. It's just weird. Well, that that itself is being, uh, you know, having the blame directed at the CEO. But what do you think about blaming the airline itself? Because the article goes on to say that, you know, the blame should be put on the actual security officer, not the airline, not the plane, not the flight attendants. Uh, maybe it's just plain ignorance. People like to judge real quick without actually understanding how airlines work. Because I don't, I don't even know, you know, myself. I don't, I don't, I'm not a frequent flyer. I don't have a lot of points, as some would say. And um, there are certain rules, like an airline, that people got to follow in order to for it to run smoothly. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're flying on a plane or if you're at the airport. You got to follow the rules, man. Otherwise, you're affecting someone else's day as well. Um, and if we're throwing blame around, is it is it okay to say that, uh, you know, let's blame the other passengers for just standing there and doing nothing? Mm. I mean, what, what, uh, they should have they should what, they should have uh, hit the officers. They should have held down the officers and threw them off the plane. I said, oh, we got to leave right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But did, did you see the version of the video? There, there was another lady in the opposite aisle, and she just sat there saying, "Oh my god, oh my god, don't do that." Oh yeah, that's the that's the first one that I actually saw. Yeah, I think that's the main one that the uh, news media have been playing, and it's she's just like, funny, you, you, know? To him, you know. It's just funny. She just sits there and says that, and uh, does she think she's making a difference? No, I think uh, for some people, 
saying something like your opinion is enough for them to kind of like validate their moral to be able uh, to sleep at night yeah moral positioning so they're not really doing anything they're just expressing their opinion oh the camera's on maybe i should say something that i'm against this i don't know have you have you caught yourself doing this very thing uh sure maybe but like you say you know in any conversation you you might say like oh i get disagree with that i don't know the woman myself so i, I can't really judge her why didn't but, she give up her seat yeah you know good question uh people are always going to be watching out for themselves first but then when something bad happens to somebody else of course they're going to express that i don't disagree I, I disagree with that but I'm not going to do anything about it I'm not going to do anything about it because it ain't me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, it's, it's the mindset of better him than me. Sure. Sure. Or let's just, let's just hurry up and get this guy off the plane. I, I bet some people were thinking that. Honestly. You know, if I was on that plane and if I wasn't the guy who was pulled off, to piss everyone off, you could have just stood up and said, this plane's going to blow up. So everyone's just going to be like, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> It's going to delay the flight. Oh, I'm not going to delay it. It's just going to just cut it off. Everyone's staying in a hotel that night. Um, so, yeah. w- what I like about this Fox article is it goes into what they call the deeper problem, which is that social media mobs rush to judgment and quickly express anger. So, my question is, why Why do we like being angry so much? And by we, I mean the general public. Why is it so cool to hate? It's easy. Uh, I think this is in the same article. It says that people who are strangers are much more easily connected when they're angry at something than something that's like happy or good. Right. You can see this going, waiting in line at any DMV. All those people are connecting with each other on a personal level because they're (laughs) mad at the DMV. Yeah. It's like, it's a mob mentality. You know, I've been in a protest. It's like... It's like the vibrations of everybody just get absorbed, like, especially if people are angry, like people who normally wouldn't shout start shouting. Okay. So, so does, does hate inspire more passion or does love inspire more passion? (laughs) (laughs) I think hatred does, man. And that's why Hitler rose to power. Anger. Okay, sure. But like anger, anger and, uh. Anger, disdain, anything like that. Like, you know, like the same thing with the Trump protests or Hillary Clinton on either side. If you're a Democrat or Republican, people love to shout at each other and speak their position more than, oh, let's say, sing Kumbaya together, even though we're different groups. You've I've seen, seen that happen. more. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that happen, but from what's been being reported, you see more of the anger and hate than the communal get together as it should be i think all right all good points um so the article goes on to talk about how uh, you know the general public has harmfully uh wronged the reputation of the business of united and that's a heavy nod at you know the plummeting stock prices so morally speaking did the company deserve this reaction from the public uh, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, it's a PR issue. They got the blame for everything, and it sucks that their business got really hit bad because of this incident. Because 
like they said, man, the officers could have they could have handcuffed the guy, couldn't they? They could have. Well, you know, during the video, it's kind of hard to see the altercation itself. I can't tell which you know person is swinging, which person is doing the blocking, who fell where. It's kind of hard to tell. Did you see the video of him running back into the plane? Oh, everyone saw that. That was weird for me. So, what happened? Did the police officers let him go? I'm something? not sure. I have no idea. Um, and you it's know like, what? I you it's, it's pretty hard to get back onto a plane once you've left it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's extremely I difficult. He, did he break loose from the police officers? Did he uh, elbow them? Maybe. To run back to seat? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? But that, at that point, he seems like he's kind of out of it. Oh, yeah, man. He's in like shock. He's like, I can't believe this is happening. Because if that happened to me, man, I, I'd totally be like, what the heck is going on? Okay. All right. Well, let's rewind it back to the beginning. Let's say, you know, same situation. Security officer walks up to you and says, Joe, you got to leave, but we're going to compensate you $1,000. If you make that $2,000, I'll get off the plane. Nope. We can't pay more than what we're paying the other passengers. Yeah, then increase everybody to 2000 <laughs> That's when you no, get beat. A- <laughs> That's when you get beat. I, I would ask for a bigger incentive, man. You know, I'm, I, I'd negotiate. You know, like, nobody I, else I, is getting off the plane. During that time you're negotiating, the the 90 other passengers on the plane are going to be clearing at you because they're late for a birthday. Okay. Yeah, to me, I, I would just leave, to be honest. I, I'm, it's not worth it. Yeah, uh, I would leave too, man. If, if they tell me... If I have to rebook or stay tonight, I don't want to cause any. You don't want. You don't want no trouble. I don't want no trouble. <laughs> you could handcuff me, sir. Just uh, unhandcuff me when I leave the plane, please. For your safety, please handcuff me. <laughs> That's a threat, according to you know. <laughs> Is that a threat? The aviation police. For my and your safety, please handcuff me. Yeah. Handcuff yourself as well. All right, let's move to uh, Quartz Media. And uh, we haven't read anything from Quartz in a while, but it's always been one of my favorite news sources because it's written so uh, raw. It, it's it's not written like a blog. It's written like more like an essay. Um, and this one specifically is from Adam Pasek, and it's titled, United's Passenger Dragging Scandal is a Rallying Cry for Flyers Fed Up with an Unjust System. Very long point here that he's trying to make, and uh, he goes off by starting about, you know, introducing the event, the scandal everyone's talking about, and he goes on to talk about the memes. Did you did you take a look at the reviews for the app? What what app for the the uh, United oh, yeah. app? Yeah, yeah, seen it. Yeah, <laughs> did did the new update add the Fight Club class? I see there's a new service from United where they beat you up and give away your seat. Isn't this a bunch of trolls, though? It is, like yeah. jokesters. Yeah, yeah, exactly something I do. So, this um, article's theme is kind of basically looking away from the situation itself, and it's kind of an analysis of what the scandal really means for flyers in terms of the service of the air industry. And it starts off by noting unfriendly skies that airlines have bad attitudes for their customers, especially the ones who haven't paid the premium prices. And since the U.S. is really only four carriers, you know, that's American, Delta, United, and Southwest, there's almost a monopoly. 
So when there's a monopoly, nobody cares about customer service, especially the company, especially the, plut- the CEO. Plut- plutocracy, right? What'd you say? If it's a monopoly, it'd be one. Maybe it well, is yeah, one I, by one. Yeah. So polymopoly? Poly crazy? <laughs> Something like that. Whatever it is. Um, it might not be one company, but it certainly seems like it. So, you know, we, around here, we got Comcast and AT&T. Both services have terrible customer service. You know why? Because they're the only options. You don't like that guy? Go, go to the other one. PG&E, the only service around here, terrible customer service. Uh, you know, like coffee shops, people will leave and go. They don't like it. There are other options for beverages. Wait. For like a service? I guess this is a service, right? I would think airlines and transportation is a service. It's absolutely a service. So like uh, like Uber and the taxi service. Right. You know, what do you choose? Do you choose uh, price over how you're treated? I think most people are going to choose price. Well, yeah, it's all about the cheapest deal. But, you know, it, with a monopoly, there is no deals to choose from. You get the one and that's it. That's it. Here you go. This is your only way to fly. There's no other choice, right? Unless you have your own private jet. So, when ha- when was the last time you flew? Last time I flew was in 2004, I believe. Okay, yeah, that's a while ago. <laughs> the air industry has changed a lot since 2004. Uh, from the recent flights I've been on, the flight attendants don't give a shit about the the passengers. You know, we're, it's just like they're moving cattle. That's all it is. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Hurting us. Yeah. Into the slaughter. <laughs> it's like, get out, get out. Okay. Uh, mind your own business kind of thing. Well, man. in this case, the Take slaughter is the imminent death that we all will one day experience. One day experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, you haven't, recent, you, you haven't recently witnessed the bad customer service of typical airlines. Um, no, but I will, uh, I will fly in July. Or, so, I'm going to... In Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. So, if you are told that the flight is overbooked and you have to leave, make sure you leave. Yeah, I will leave. Can I, I must say, can I get this pillow? Can I keep it? <laughs> it's, it's it's tricky, man. I don't want to cause any trouble in the airline, especially because there's like federal like laws there. You don't want to be the FBI. Oh, yeah. everything Everything's a felony. If you if you tap an uh, aviation officer on the shoulder, that's a felony. Wow! I think if you even look into the cockpit, that's a felony. How do you look into it when the door is closed? I have no idea. Isn't there a window usually? I'm not sure. That thing is bulletproof, know, that's isn't in it? The movie. Uh, it could be bulletproof. Yeah. Well, my next flight's going to be on Air Force One, so it's not going to be a big deal. I have Dang. the utmost top security. <laughs> so article goes on to talk about the law obviously um you know when you're flying or when you're at the airport the u.s aviation owns you you can't do anything else you know last time i flew i got picked randomly for 
for additional searching? What if I had said no? Oh yeah, you'd be, you'd be, uh, I'd be sitting in an empty room with, uh, with a mirror on it where, you know, 10 officers are watching from the other side. Some guy asking me questions. Just to let you know, sir, this conversation is being recorded for your broadcast live on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Enforcing policy. The end result is an industry that can make whole blooded financial decisions, such as selling the same seat twice and then call in the police on its own paying customers. So all this seems pretty slimy. You know, it, it, it negates them from a lot of laws, a lot of moral justices. Why do we even justify these concepts? Why is it that the airline's allowed to do something like this? Not saying that United is at fault or anything. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Facebook, I, I would guess. Isn't this almost like uh, the Stanford experiment, where you know we got prisoners and we got uh, we got guards, and yes, they, guards, they play they, as guards. Yeah, they play as guards to get on that power trip. Is it a power trip? But the, these are actual officers, right? Actual does that security? make does that make them better at, than you as a person? No, they could have. You know, they did ask nicely, I think. And um, as an officer, please, sir, please get off the plane, sir. I'm going to ask you to get off the plane, sir. If you don't get off the plane, I'm going to have to force you out of the plane. You know, I don't really know what physically happened, right? I don't know if this doctor actually like resisted he could have been like a kid like dropped to the floor well you did hear him kind of flailing around and, and yelling uh, it's hard to say at this point I, I just know he's he stumbled upon a gold mine from these events I mean he'll, he'll become rich yeah he's going to become very rich after the lawsuit I mean, isn't he already rich as a doctor yeah but you know as the rich say you can always become richer so he'll retire as a doctor. He'll retire tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Tricky situation, man. But like like I said before, I would oblige and get off the plane if this happened. I would ask for, you know, a can of Coke before I leave. Can of Coke on the house? Yeah, on the house. Can of Coke. A bag of peanuts. Bag of peanuts on the house. And I want the headphones for free. <laughs> not paying the dollar for them alright let, let's uh, let's cut to our first break here when we get back we'll uh, hop into some BBC news um, more about this whole scandal actually and we've just got more discussion questions for each other you're listening to MP
when a company changes policy after something bad happens, is that reactive or proactive? Oh, that's absolutely proactive. That's that's proactive. They should, they should have thought of this before. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely proactive. You know, that's even worse than reactive because reactive is 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 trying to fix it when it happens. Oh, okay. When you change it all the way, like two days after it happens, that's that's not even reactive. <laughs> that's like delayed reactive. Is this like a? Are they only doing this because their stocks fell down? We don't know. What makes you say that? Well, it's kind of like would it would would they change the policy even before this happened? Were they already thinking of it? It says to. Oh, I mean, they were gonna. And I mean, they as in the security officers. They probably kick off as many passengers with force as possible until they were caught. It's easier to, for companies to get caught nowadays because everyone has a camera. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure back in the everybody day, a lot a of companies, everybody has a camera in their pocket. I'm sure a lot of the companies back in the day did very sketchy things and they were not caught. Mm-hmm. Mm. How many times have you uh, witnessed something in public and said, I wish I had a camera? <laughs> back in the Ever. day. Back in the day. Well, yeah, back in the day, but now it's never. Because we have something. Have you been on uh, 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 World Star? World Star? Uh, Why no, wasn't no, this on recently. World Star? What is that? Why wasn't this on World Star? It fits the criteria. I don't know. Is it a race issue? What is it? It's not a street fight, maybe. I've seen a lot of street Boy, fights. Seems like a street fight to me. Maybe it's a race issue, but I don't know. It's like, uh, so they're doing it because they're saying they're trying to improve its customer services. But in a previous article, you know, I think this is somewhat a little bit publicity to show that, hey, we're listening to you guys. We don't do this to people. What they're doing is they're changing the um, policy where... Any crew, so I guess I heard the story that my dad said. The reason why this guy, the four people were kicked out is because staff members, crew members were trying to get onto the fight. Yeah, it actually wasn't overbooked, as people have said. Well, it was overbooked, but not in the general, uh, you know, way that people were thinking. It's overbooked because crew members had to get this fight. Right. And um, what they're saying is instead of a last minute change, we're going to give them at least an hour to kick them out. Wait, you know, it's better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> it is better than nothing. you think that within that hour, people would say, uh, would, they, would they actually say, oh, yeah, sure, I'll get off the plane. Maybe it's because everyone was seated. Yeah. Was well, have you, do you know how annoying flying is? The, the seats are very small. The aisle is very small. And people bore the air. They're all pissed off because everyone wants to put their luggage right above their seat. And then once you finally sit down, some other asshole comes over and says, hey, that my, my seat's next to you. So you got to get up, move around. Uh-huh. You know, just a plane is just a very tense place to be. It's like the DMV, but worse. It's much worse because you're like packed in like sardines, right? Right, yeah. So you could say anything to piss people off on a plane when they're sitting down. Like as soon as everyone sat down, I'm just gonna say bomb, and you know, many people that would piss off. Yeah, that would piss off the FBI and CIA and the whole airline too. 
That would delay the flight. You go to jail, man. I think it's illegal to say that now. It's illegal to say the word bomb. Yeah, in the airport or on a plane. Really? What if you said fire? Well, same thing. It's illegal to say fire in the theater unless there is an actual fire. What if you said minor malfunction? (laughs) Can you say that? How about you say abort? 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 Mission. Yeah. I'm going to stand up and say that there's going to be a minor malfunction on this plane. Mm-hmm. We're not going to die. We're just going to feel a little turbulence. Oh, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> well, well, you know, so they change the policy. Same thing. Like, uh, I don't know if in the, like if you get a ticket, there's like rules written on the ticket. Don't say these words. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, changes in uh, if you could bring in a Samsung phone or how big of a bottle you could put into the plane. So this is, you know, not really a, a safety thing. Oscar Munoz, the uh, CEO of the airline is kind of mentioned that he, 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 he said that Dr. Dow was disruptive and belligerent. So he, would he still be disruptive and belligerent if it was an hour earlier? We don't know. But they were on the plane. Yeah, I mean, there's a big chance he would have been less. Well, he, you know, his justification is that he has patience to see. So I don't think making this an hour before would change that at all. Mm, yeah, okay, sure. Now, now, when he says, oh, I'm a doctor, I'm a doctor. Is that like, uh, what do you call this, privilege? Oh, I have a, I have an important profession. Is that privilege? Is that equal? You know? Or if he said, I'm a janitor. Yeah, now would people let him go? See, like if you're well, more people aren't letting society. him go anyways. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, what would what would be the right? Was it right for him to say I'm a doctor? Either. And that was well, his he, that's his justification. You know, he has patience to see. He has to go. Um, what if he said I'm a lawyer? I've got clients to see. Yeah, or what if what if he said I'm a, I'm a father? My kids. I can see my kids. Same thing, right? Yeah, nobody cares about that, though. Nobody cares about that? Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody would care. So, you know, the the CEO saying that this will never, ever happen again. Is that is that really sure? Is he sure about that? Is that 100% Yeah, that's a big sure? promise. I'm sure it's going to happen again. It might happen again, man. And he's going to get blamed. And they're going to shut down. You think United States, United Airlines is going to get shut down? Well, maybe. How how would you feel if you were the CEO right now? Would I'd be hell like there's. I'd be pissed, man. At whom? I'd be pissed at the officers and all those people who posted videos. Sure, it's you know free speech and stuff, but I'd be pissed about the backlash, man. I'd I'd be having headaches. I couldn't sleep at night. How's that different from now? <laughs> the difference is, you know, uh, I'm at the bottom. I'm not at the top. I'd be super pissed, man. You have a bunch of shareholders, like, just leaving. It's like, screw this. You're, pers- you're Now you're perceived as a bad guy. That sucks, man. You're just a neutral. You're just having a coffee or something, having dinner. Turn on the TV. It's like, what the heck is going on? Think about that as a CEO. You get a call from somebody, turn on the TV, and you see this happening. 
with your company. You'd be super pissed, man. You'd be worried that people would lose their jobs. Your business well, how, come, how come they don't blame the board members? How come they don't blame the shareholders? <laughs> board members? I don't know. I, I, I have heard nothing about it. We got to fire that security officer. I've heard nothing like that. Me neither. Nothing. Hey, why, why is hate directed toward, towards an organization rather than one person? Because it's, people like to, to throw down, what do you call this, the establishment, the power, the, the figure, you know, the structure. You mean? How much of this hate is coming from millennials? <laughs> I think a lot of it, maybe, man. Because I've been on Facebook this past weekend, and people are just reposting this over and over and over, saying, you know, this is unjust. But I'd like to know if they actually read the article. Yeah. I'm not advocating for this to happen to anybody. You know, what, what happened to Dr. Dow is messed up. But, like, the anger toward the airline, I think it's unjust. I don't think it's the airline's actual fault. It was the same thing. Like, uh, can you say that people who, oh, this person is always eating McDonald's, for example. Can you really blame McDonald's? No, I don't think so. You can't blame the organization, right? You're kind of buying into their product. Well, it's like this. If you walk, if you walk to Target and you're walking around and you slip on a puddle, of water or something and you break your nose on one of the uh, shelves is the CEO blame? No man it's, it's whoever uh, wet the floor or missed it yeah but then why does the CEO have to go on TV and apologize for it? because the publicity is totally out of hand because you know social media totally blows everything out of proportion this is one incident one incident other incidents, probably people like got kicked off. Maybe some something did happen like this before. They kept it in the down low. It, if it was a white dude, would this happen? Okay, that's 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 the ultimate question. If it was a white what, man, what would this happen to him? What would this happen to them? Would the officer do this to him? That's hard to answer, but it seems to be pointing towards the racial thing on on you know. Facebook and all that. People are saying, oh, it's just because he's Asian. I don't think so. That's the race card, you know? I people think, think that black people use it a lot. Every race uses it. Yeah, a race card, sure. I don't think exactly if it's because he's an Asian guy. It could have been I any mean, dude. If they didn't pick him, there's some dude that's going to say, oh, it's because he's Asian. They didn't pick him. <laughs> you can't please anybody. No, you can't. No. Just as long as not me. That is the uh That's the most important thing. Overall theme. So let's move on to uh talking about me. Let's move on to the next article from Independent from uh the UK. Uh it's saying that the treatment of Dr. David Dow by United Airlines is a lesson in the economics of air travel. So we kind of talked about this in the second article about the unjust system. 
it's saying that these airlines, the overall what I got from this article is that these airlines can't really make that much money, especially in the coach class, you know, the people in the back. So the people in the back are the peasant class. They barely make money off of them. The business and the, uh, what's the other class? First class is where they really make the money. And it's saying that you don't expect that uh, you're going to get a good uh, service when you're just here to get a flight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all about money. And uh, when people say they don't make money, it's uh, part of me just thinks, you know, it's not that they don't make money. It's that they don't make as much money as they'd like to. Okay. And the answer to that is going to be infinite. You know, you're never going to make the amount of money you want to make. It's just impossible, especially for a big organization. Uh, the article talks about increasing the compensation rather than picking someone at random. Do you think that would have helped or just caused more delay? Like uh, just keep on increasing it? Yeah, because at first they asked for volunteers, but obviously nobody's going to volunteer for that. Yeah, nobody. You know? That's what I would have done if I was uh, handling this. Oh, nobody wants to get off. Okay, let's let's raise it up a bit. Let's negotiate. Do I see? Do I see ten thousand? Ten thousand? Anybody? Anybody over do here? I see to twelve thousand. <laughs> It'd be like an auction. 000. Yeah. To the left. Twelve thousand goes to that man right there. Going once, going twice. So oh, we'll get off the house. <laughs> get off the plane. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, I I think if 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 they actually did that, the passengers would pick on and just. Just sit there until they got up to like a million. Abuse it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it says, um, so compared to United, other U.S. airlines have fewer involuntary removals because they have better incentives. Like instead of money, they would give them, or instead of travel vouchers for the same airline, they would give them like gift cards. Well, I mean, when they're giving travel vouchers, it's like they're saying, hey, we're a bad airline. So in order to fix the mistake we did this time, you get to fly with us again. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants that? But but the thing I get from this, from reading all this, is that, you know, these incentives, you're focusing on solving the problem rather than preventing it. Why don't we focus on not having overbooked flights? Yeah, that's why the thing about me, what I say is, you know, you're going to, as a business, you're going to anticipate people canceling and you're trying to book so that your cost is less than how much you're going to make, right? You don't want to underbook your flight. Every flight I've been on for the past two years has been completely booked. There are no flights with empty seats anymore. There's no more flights with empty seats anymore, huh? Yeah. So they overbooked, man. I mean, they they overbooked because they had four staff members that needed to go somewhere. What if they get their own plane? How about that? That just means more money, which, you know, they're not going to do. Let's have them stand in the bathroom or something. Have you been in an airplane bathroom? Do you know how small those are? One person can barely stand in there. Well, I've been there as a kid. That was, was much smaller, so I don't it's know. It's very different now, okay? Me, I'm a pretty small guy, and those bathrooms are very uncomfortable. Well, 
Smaller than the uh, outhouse porta potty. Way, way smaller. Dang. Like a closet, like a mini closet. It, more like a shoe closet, like a high school locker. Yeah, yeah pretty much like that. Wow. Everything's mini. The, the faucet is mini. The paper towels are mini. Dang. Except the prices, right? Yeah, the prices are not many. So, so it's kind of like you know when when we talk about capitalism, right, and competition, and trying to survive. Yeah, I've seen many airlines merge with other airlines to survive, or a lot of airlines just crumble. In news, you know, how do you keep up as an airline to be in business? I mean, like a, a lot of these airlines are, are, are dying because, you know, people use stuff to fly to business meetings, fly to see clients, fly to see customers, fly to see uh, job interviews and all that stuff. But now we've got Skype, we've got GoToMeeting, we've got, you know, WebEx, all that stuff. There are a lot less flights happening. Mm-hmm. Now they're depending on the, the holiday travel, going to see your family for Thanksgiving, all that shit. I see, I see. Because we didn't have this communication like before. Right. Pretty soon, people won't want to go anywhere. And uh, maybe the flight industry is going to be a little bit better. But, you know, there's always people wanting to go on vacation. So, especially the millennial generation. Oh, yeah, of course. And we'll pay for the cheapest flight just to get there. How come nobody posts the trip to get to the destination on social media, but they always post a destination. Trip to destination? What do you mean? You go on anyone's social media, it's all pictures of them in France and then them in, you know, uh, Sweden and then them in China, but you never see pictures of the travel itself. Oh, I've seen the the iconic uh, out-of-the-window wing shot of the plane. Have you seen that? Going, I've seen that once or twice. Going to why, why don't they? Why don't they get a shot of the plane because of the? Is it because of the cheap ticket they paid for? Or they want to show the airline? Is that what? Or they don't want to show how cramped it is <laughs> and how much it sucks to travel. It's uh, social media is very, very not behind the scenes at all. It's not a documentary. It's a goddamn polished movie. You no, know, it, yeah, it's hyping yourself up, of course. It's a fabricated uh, view into your life. We're living in a simulated universe. <laughs> and you know who's simulating it? We are. Mm. That's another philosophical question. It's not a question. It's a goddamn answer. It's a goddamn answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be honest, this article I didn't enjoy too much because it, it just rambled. What did you think about yeah, the writing? It rambled a little bit. It's just saying that, you know, there's changes now. You 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 can't expect, like, uh, people wearing suits anymore to the plane, as it says, and uh, getting a three-course meal. Yeah, you used to be able to get to the airport 20 minutes before your flight, have a cocktail, and then fly. You, you go directly to the terminal? There's no... Uh, uh, you used down. to be able to wait at the terminal for your family members to get home. Oh, yeah, I've seen that in the movies, the old movies. Yeah, it's not allowed anymore. It's a new world out there. It's a brave new world. Dark, 
dank world. All right, so let's wrap it up here. Uh, how long is this story going to go on, this scandal? I, I feel like it's sort of fizzing out already. People just like the video. That's all they liked. It's gonna, be, to be able to share it. Yeah, it's going to fade out. People like to say, see something and uh, post about it and share their opinion on it on social media and it's done. Like uh, the Syrian kid inside the ambulance. So sad. That's <laughs> yeah. It. For, for a day. Oh, um, what, what other scandals out there? Um, any terrorist attack. Anything like Every that. Donald Trump piece of news. Donald Trump. You know, people fade out. It's just like whatever is in the time, whatever people is talking about, people want to talk about it just when it's happening. But nobody want to actually change it, you know. Is is our is our generation doomed for failure? Why? Because we flex I mean, a like, lot. Like the failure of humanity. That's what I'm talking about. Is like uh, the future is in our hands, but uh, all we, we don't can care. Do is, we'd, we'd rather take pictures. We'd rather take a selfie and uh, express our opinion on Facebook. Why is it called stuff? a selfie? You know, we we've been doing that for so long. How did that term get coined? I don't know how I got it. It's just a picture. Yeah, it's a picture of yourself. It's, uh, I think we like to share things more than actually do things. I think we like to show things. I like the, I, th- I think we like to show that we do things more than we actually do things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, here's me. I'm against this. I like that. That's me. This is my reaction to this. Yeah, it's, uh, that's kind of saddening, man. Should have put me into depression right now. <laughs> yeah. What will the future generation say about us? We're a bunch of complainers. Is that what we want to be known as? I guess so, yeah. I guess so. So, let's wrap it up here. United Airlines, are you going to fly with them? Do you care about flying with them? A lot of people are saying, oh, I'm not going to fly with them. Yeah, that's going to make a big difference, man. For me, I would still fly with them if it's uh, the fly is cheaper. Right. That That's what it's all about. If the flight is cheaper, I will fly with you. But my first choice is actually to av- avoid flying at all costs. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to sit next to a stranger who's going to pretend to be into, you know, my life <laughs> and be interested in what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. Oh, you actually start a conversation, huh? I know. They start a conversation. Mm. I'm going to practice it in July. Pretend you don't speak English. That seems to be the best way to get people away from you. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What are we going to be discussing next week? Is it is it more dark and dank stuff or is it more happy stuff? Happy stuff. You know what we got to talk about? We got to talk about the, the brony community. Have you heard of them? Oh, I heard of that. <laughs> are you part of the community? No way, man. Okay, we got to do some research it's, on that. We're going to talk about it. Hey, you can't say that. You can't. You, you can say different. It's uh, it's out of the norm. Can I say that? Okay, norm. There is no norm uh, nowadays. Okay. It's it's something else. I'll, I'll just say that it's something else. Something you're not used to. Something I'm not used to. Sure. What? Yeah. We'll we'll be talking about bronies next week and how we're going to join the community, <laughs> and also furries. It's a we. Okay, can I say weird? In my opinion, no, you can't say you can't say that. 
okay, let's let's look at it at a uh, multiple perspective point of view next week. 